This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan Show. That was a little bit of David Bowie there. It's nice to have a little throwback sometimes. We exclusively play LGBT plus artists on this show and sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of a throwback to the 80s. Today I'm joined by a very, very lovely guest indeed. I am joined by the incredible Kyle Duvall. And now you are a fashion designer, celebrity stylist and all-round LGBT plus superstar. Is that correct? Uh-huh. It's great to have you here. Um, So you are doing, uh, I mean, I feel like you've got a lot of fingers in a lot of pies. I feel like you're doing so many amazing things. But I think one of the first things that I was really drawn to you about was your kind of commitment to inclusivity and, you know, raising up other voices. Um, And we're going to talk about a lot of things. But I really wanted to talk about first your YouTube channel. So you have a channel called Cake with a Four. Cake with a Four. (laughs) So it stands for Courage for Kids and Equality. Courage for Kids and Equality. Um, Tell me a little bit about that and what kind of, how how did that begin? So it really just came from, I was getting, um, I've always wanted to do something to help and give back. I've just always been that kind of person. And I was getting a few messages on my Instagram page, just some like kids and we found the... Their age was usually between 15 and 17 and they were just being like oh I love your Instagram like you know I look up to you like just the little things like you wearing makeup publicly like it's given me the confidence to do so so I was like you know what there's like something here we can do something with this so um, a friend of mine is like good with all the camera shit because yeah. I'm terrible that side of it Sorry, as well. <laughs> um, but um, yeah so we just thought let's do this thing so we've put together an initiative or a platform I don't know what we're really calling it at the moment and we just take inspirational people from the LGBT community and just uh, it's the same question plan and we just um, ask them things like how was it what were you like when you were 15 like yeah. what was your lowest point in life what was your happiest point in life and you know just like those little five minute interviews really make a difference and then eventually when we get funding and stuff hopefully we'll do fun days and just be re- like more hands on and stuff but for now we're just doing the like, five-minute interviews. That, that, that's amazing. And I, th- I think it's really great that you're kind of focusing it on kids because I think I, I think it's one of the most difficult times for LGBT plus yeah, people. Obviously, agree. you know, there's a, there's a lot of troubles and things we can face throughout our lives. But I think that is definitely this kind of really sensitive part of our lives. And honestly, I don't think I know a single LGBT plus person who didn't go through some kind of turmoil kind of when they were younger in their childhood and teenage years. I think it's because you really realise how different you are to say like yeah. a cis gender male like child compared. Do you know what I mean? That's when you start really like you start like getting your sexual thoughts yeah. and you start like I don't know for me it was like I didn't really want to dress like my friends in tracksuits I wanted to put on stilettos and dresses and I was like okay I'm a bit different to you guys you That's know so amazing. I think if like and I really feel like if I had that support when I was 15 I would have got to the person I am today a whole lot quicker wouldn't have had dark times you know just 
that little bit of support really can help you. Yeah, I, I remember um, having kind of, maybe not sexual, but definitely romantic kind of thoughts about other boys from as young as like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And those thoughts, when they first came to me, seemed like the most natural thing in the world. Like, oh, that boy over there is quite nice. I want to spend more time with him. I think I had a crush on Spider-Man. <laughs> um, Spider-Man or what's his name? Peter, Peter, Parker. Peter Parker. I think a little bit of both. There's something about the, something <laughs> the, uniform, about the suit, the, the uniform really, really, really did it for me. But, you know, I, th- I feel like those thoughts were very quickly suppressed and it's very quickly told whether it was other kids on the playground or, or teachers or mm-hmm. adults you know very quickly told me that no that's not okay and I feel like it then took like another like 10 years yeah. to undo that damage and kind of say no you know what this is cool 100%. so I think you know a channel like cake do we say cake cake yeah I think you know, it's it's so great and I wish you know Thank I just you. wish I could have gone on YouTube when I was a teenager and Same, growing me up too. even having Instagram but I mean I, I feel like it's helpful in the sense that things like cake and like being able to get you know your vision out there and stuff to the world with things like youtube and instagram but at the same time it's kind of you know is it good is it bad because you're exposing kids to a lot of other things as well so yeah i don't know i'm kind of on the fence with i think there are pros and cons yeah. um but i've always i've always kind of thought that for lgbt plus people particularly it is Obviously, there's going to be downfalls, but yeah. I think the the benefits and the positives yeah, of it in the right way, definitely 100%. outweigh them. Now, Kyle, I think what's amazing as well about everything that you do is obviously because you are a stylist and you very much put yourself out there. You do, you kind of are able to be very expressive in the way you look, mm-hmm. etc. Maybe not today. <laughs> I think you I'm look lovely. A day off. I, th- a day I think off. you look great. Oh, thanks. But I mean, it's, it, do you think that is why you kind of started getting messages on Instagram? Do you think it's because people were drawn to you because you looked a little bit different? You were very expressive. A hundred percent, because even, you know, I'll admit myself, even I went through a time when I was younger that I suppressed myself and didn't, you know, say dress the way I wanted to dress or, you know, have my hair or wear makeup, or whatever, because of, you know, who I was surrounded by. And then when I got to that point to be like, I don't care, I can wear whatever I want. I just thought, yeah, why am I not showing this to the rest of the world to be like, be yourself, you can wear whatever whatever you want it's that simple it's mm. that easy you know and, and and i know you're working on things now to kind of push that message mm-hmm. out there a little bit more um i don't know if you can tell me what say on air what you were just telling me a few moments ago what were we just talking, oh, about? We talking about a certain person oh certain okay com- yeah no campaign. yeah no because it came out today so i've just recently um shot a campaign a valentine's day campaign for an underwear brand called blue bella yeah and it was starring model and activist monroe bergdorf and basically we found out it was the f- it's the first british campaign to f- uh, underwear campaign to feature a transgender model so we made history it's amazing it's, it's amazing yeah b- big round of applause yeah. for that. um and, and what it must feel incredible to be kind of a part of things like that you know 100 percent. like honestly anything that i'd like pe- like all of my friends like we were just talking a moment ago like all of the people that i'm surrounded by at the moment are just so bloody inspiring and so like I don't know, like, say Jamie Windus, for instance. Like, I wish I had that drive when I was his age. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just so refreshing. And it is. It's so lovely being around people of, like, the same mind, same-minded people as me, you know? I, I, I think Jamie is incredible. And they really... I, I, th- there's something really special about them and, li- and like you say i just i just wish i had that drive look. they turn out a look every single time and, and jamie was on cake yeah um yeah so jamie was on cake i interviewed them it was great um we spoke about their childhood 
We spoke about our love of fashion and makeup. You know, it was just really fun. It was fun. We try and make it as fun as possible because I find some YouTube videos can drag on after a while. Yeah. So we try and keep it as upbeat and fun as possible. Well, spe- speaking of, of, of fun, um, there was one particular game that you played in one of your videos. I think you it's... Is it Guess That Gargle? It is. Everyone's um, obsessed with this. I feel like I need to bring it back. I, I kind of want to make you bring it back right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we could do it. Let's I, do it. I, I, do you have a drink there? I can, do. Do you have a song in mind? Um, so let, for a little bit of background, um, so this is a game where you gargle a song and I have to try and figure out what song what is. song that is. Okay, if you've watched all of them, then I can't do one that I've already done. Then. You're going to have to, you're gonna have to okay. think on your toes. Okay, okay. okay, I'm ready for this. Oh, that's a bit hot, though. I don't know if I can gargle <laughs> that. Do you have can any water? That I think time? we can get some water. I'll tell you what, let's have a little bit of a song. Um, I'll give you a few minutes to prepare. Let's do and it. And then we'll play Guess That Gargle. Okay, so this is a little bit of Bronze Avery. So for those of it's for those of you who are just joining us now, Kyle and I are going to play a little game. Kyle has prepared a gargle <laughs> for me, and from this gargle, I am going to try and figure out what song he okay. is. I'm not going to get this right. This is going to be a car crash. I don't feel like I'm going to do it right. Okay, let's do it. That's not working. I have literally... That's too defined. It needs to be something of a really (laughs) recognisable beat. Okay, hold on. I have Um, literally no idea. (laughs) I keep swallowing it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it no, wait, it sounds a bit like the circle of life but i feel like it can't close, be close close oh wait no it's 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 celine dion yeah uh, yeah oh, i'm, I'm so proud of myself i mean i just feel like that's the best one that i can do <laughs> that's like my one party trick so i that, thought i'd of that one th- that was that was really really good <laughs> Uh, um, and I'm, I'm sure our lovely listeners Not just loved. a pretty face, so talented. So many skills. And so many skills. Gargling is, is, one, is of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to take over now, Kyle. I have another game for you. Okay. Um, this is my personal favourite. Um, this is a game we like to call Porn or Not Porn. Oh, fun. So in this game, I have in front of me five different sound clips. Some of them have been taken from porn, and some of them <laughs> have not been taken from porn. And because you're YouTube channel is called Cake. This week we thought we would have a baking theme. <laughs> so some of these have are from porn and some of these are from baking shows and etc. Fab. I also don't know the answers, so we're gonna be a team. Okay. Fab. And uh, we'll 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 get through this together. Love a bit of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Alright, our first one is Let's cream together the eggs and sugar. Let's cream together the eggs and sugar, I think is what she was saying there. Can we hear that one more time? Yeah, we absolutely can. Let's cream together the eggs and sugar. She's very sexual. She is very sexual. But then, you know, we have the likes of like, that's not Nigella, but I feel like... American Nigella. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of that kind in like baking shows. There's a lot of like sexy, you know, I'm going to press my breasts together. Do you think? cream and sugar you know mm. like I don't know it's very sexually charged but I feel like it's too obvious okay porn. so not porn let's go for not porn y- you sure 
Yeah. Let's have it one last time. Okay. Let's cream together the eggs and sugar. I think not porn. I think it's just but too you obvious. You cream together eggs and sugar. Would you not? I'm I'm not ready au fait in the kitchen. I'm going to be honest baking. with you. I love baking. I love baking. Like eggs and sugar you mix together. You, that makes like a meringue, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. But that she said cream together. Mm. Interesting. So you think right? this is a this is a porn actress who doesn't actually know a great deal about baking. Or it could be like you know those pornos that are like an hour long and there's like a storyline in the <laughs> beginning. Is it a trick one? I I I love those, you know, with a proper storyline. There was one called Pirates, I think, and it Pirates. was like a it was like a full-length feature film. I think it was like an hour and a half and it was like <laughs> done like Hollywood style with like a well, I say proper storyline, but like an okay storyline a good budget and like I'm all about that because you know when I'm watching a film and like or a TV show and I really fancy the characters I'm like oh could we not just like see them like go have a little sexy yeah (laughs) so like I feel like that's what they're trying to achieve there so I I get it it. (laughs) so what do you think I'm going to let you decide Kyle and I'm going to go with you Let's say not porn. Yeah, okay. Because I have a really dirty mind, so it could just be me. I think I think it might just be you. Yeah. All right, we are saying not porn. Final answer. Oh, I'm so. I feel like I led you astray. It is porn. It is. Porn. It is. I'm so sorry <gasps> See, for doubting you. I knew you. it. I knew I'm it. So sorry. I knew it. So this is from um, a remarkable film called Let's Bake a Titty Cake. Um, <laughs> Beautiful title there. Um, And the teacher demonstrates how to make a a cake in home economics. And then presumably the sex begins. You just don't cream eggs and sugar. I knew knew it. You knew. knew Mary Berry (laughs) would be literally. She'd be here like, nah, 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 nah. Kyle, I thought more of you, babe. All right. Our next one is. Give that a good squeeze. Give that a good squeeze. I think that sounds like Ainsley Harriet. Oh, do you? A bit of Ainsley there. Give that a good squeeze. That's not Ainsley Harriet, is it? No. Sounds like Ainsley. I'm going to say not cut. I mean, not porn. And you think that is specifically Ainsley Harriet? One more time. One more time. (laughs) Give that a good squeeze. That's Ainsley Harriet. Is it? Yeah, it sounds like it. All right, well, I'm going to give us 10 points instead of one point if it is indeed Ainsley Harriet. Um, So we are saying this is not (laughs) porn and also that this is apparently... Extra points, Ainsley Harriet. Apparently Ainsley Harriet. This is not porn, and it is Ainsley Harriet baking. I'm a legend. I'm so proud of you. I'm a legend. Um, or I just watch a, a ton of TV, one or the other. But I would have not picked that out in a million years. I do like an Ainsley cooking show. I, I feel do. like he's got a bit more of a deep rasp in his voice. Good old Ainsley. You know, the tomatoes. He's very like with his hands, <laughs> isn't he? <It's> like <laughs> <laughs> well, this was him um, squeezing lemons for a lemon drizzle cake. So, you know. Very sexually charged Amazing. there, our Ainsley. Well done. Ten, ten points for us. Do we get the ten points for the Ainsley Harrier? Yeah. Okay, yeah, perfect. so we're, we've yes. only done two questions and we've got 12 points, so we're Fab. we're already record-breaking this. All right, next one. The bass is quite thick. The bass... I, oh, I recognise that voice. I do as well. Wait, that's, that's Nigella. That's Nigella. The bass is quite thick. Yeah, it is Nigella. Is it? It sounds like Nigella. I think it yeah, is. It's that little husk at the thick, isn't it? The thick. Thick. Did yeah. you ever see that, like, compilation where somebody edited together loads of Nigella clips to make her... Like, as if she's, like... Talking yeah, very yeah, sexually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah. isn't hard with Nigella. It's the same thing, really, <laughs> it's all the time. It's basically show, the same yeah. thing. Uh, we... Are we saying not point? Yeah. And Nigella. Do we get extra points Yeah, we, we, we're, we're going to get 300 points <laughs> <laughs> if this is indeed, indeed Nigella Lawson. Um, final answer. 
It is not porn, and it is Nigella Lawson baking cheesecakes. Um, I mean, we are smashing. We are smashing it. We've got like 4,000 points already. We're doing so well today. I'm so proud of us. Right. All right, our next one is... So once all the chocolate is in there, add a little nutmeg. That is porn. That has to be porn. Or she's got a massive kitchen and she's running from like side to side. <laughs> she sounds a bit out of breath. She sounds like she's almost like jiggling. It's the bounce. I, I, like... I, I hear a bouncing. <laughs> Let's hear that again. So once all the chocolate is in there, add a little nutmeg. No, but she could be giving it the old bowl under bash, the bash, arm. Bash, yeah, bash, yeah, bash, yeah, bash. With the wooden spoon. Oh, that is, that is a very once good point. Once the chocolate's in there, just add a bit of nutmeg. Yeah, I see what she you're saying. Be like, yeah. She's she's either really going at it with a whisk or something untoward is going on. Right. Just one more time for luck. <laughs> one more time for luck. Okay. So once all the chocolate is in there, add a little nutmeg. She is really out of breath. I mean, but I feel like if it was porn, I'd hear a little slap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I love the slap I sound. I say bake. I say bake. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, do you really? No, do you think? Do you think? I say bake. Okay, Should we I'll, go against each other? On no, this no, no. One? I'll agree with you. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to start a fight. <laughs> like, uh, we're gonna say not porn against my better judgment. <laughs> oh, it is it porn. It is porn. It is just a, good, a really nice title. Um, busty chick fucked. Straight nice. to the point. Um, and this is a busty woman is being fucked in a kitchen by her boyfriend whilst cooking a cake at the same time. <laughs> See, we we could hear it. Yeah. We could hear the bouncing. I knew she was cooking, though. I could sense the cook. <laughs> you could sense the cook. You could sense the, the fucking. Fuck I could sense the cook. Yeah. God. God, that was a trick question. That one. We, we can bring it back. Well, at least we have four thousand points. We do. We, we do. We're fine. We're, we're not behind. All right. Our last one is. And just push your fingers around the edge there. Ooh. Ooh. That could be Ainsley again. You know. Do you think it's Ainsley again? Could be. Shall I play the earlier Ainsley clip so we can compare? Okay. Okay. So here's Ainsley from earlier. Give that a good squeeze. And now here's the new one. And just push your fingers around the edge there. No, they're different voices, aren't they? But I recognise that voice. Do you? Yeah, that's definitely a chef. Do you, you watch a lot of cooking shows? Yeah. Mm. I do. I, I feel- mean, I'm not good at cooking. I'm all right at baking. Yeah. But I just enjoy them. I feel like there's not as many male chefs. Like, I, could, I feel like I could list off quite a few, like, f- famous TV sh- female chefs, but not but that I many males. Of, re- of recent, though, like, growing up in the... Just say the noughties, not the nineties. The noughties. <laughs> there was a lot more male chefs on television. Yeah, I feel like it's just maybe had a bit of a a, a flip over. Yeah, a flip over. So, so what are you thinking for this? I think it's a male chef that we all know. Maybe like James. What's his name? James. Who? You know James that does like Saturday Kitchen. I have no, no idea who that is. Oh, Literally babe, no idea. I forgot his name. James. Sh- shall we say it's not porn and we it's think it's porn. James? Yeah, not porn. It's James. <laughs> I don't know who James, James is. James Martin. Okay, sure. We are saying not porn and we're saying this is James Martin. I'm so sorry oh, I doubted you. Oh, my first answer. It is not porn and it is Ainsley Harriet talking dirty. I, I should just listen to you. You should. Why am I I'm even here? I'm literally so professional. Shall I leave? Do you want to take <laughs> over the show? Um, so, yeah, this is Ainsley Harriet. Am I, like, top of the leaderboard with this? Because I think I smashed this well, game. I think the best score we've ever had is five out of five. And we're on like four thousand and something. I basically would have had five out of five. Yeah. Apart- no, I would have had four out of five because it was that one... 
I think I feel like I've tripped you up and I've yeah. ruined this game for you. It was supposed to be teamwork. <laughs> Dragging <laughs> the so, team I'm, down. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, we later on in the show we are going to be reacting to your sex confessions. So if you would like to send those in, you can do that completely anonymously by emailing Callum at foobarradio.com. So send us your best. Um, we cannot wait to hear them. Shall we have a little bit more music? I'm asking yes. you, Kyle. Yes. Sorry, yes. I was just, I'm so devastated that I Still didn't, upset yeah, about the game. I knew that was Ainsley. Well, may, maybe this will cheer you up. This is a little bit of Boy by Aaron Porter. How can I commit to it? I want to be the trouble, want to be the regret. Baby, we're just getting started. Just getting started. So, Kyle, you have an exciting project that you're currently working on. Yeah, um, still developing. Tell me a little bit, because I feel like it runs in the theme of everything else you're doing. Yeah. Like you, you're really trying to champion like diversity and inclusivity and, I guess, take a positive stand for all the young people out 100%, there. 100%, and just bring attention yeah, to so, it, really. So, tell me a little bit about the project. Um, so, I grew up in the care system, and a lot of people, like, never believe that when they meet me because mm. they're like what like you grew up in care and it's like yeah i did grow up in care so, so for, 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 just forgive my ignorance on this does that mean you were like fostered yeah so or? i so for, from the age of like my i was with my mom until i was around six and then like the whole family unit like crumbled so i went into the care system and you're in like i have like foster families mm. or in like children's homes you get moved around a lot yeah and then i luckily got adopted when i was 30 or well, 12 but well, I got fostered by Matilda at 12 and then adopted at 13 by okay. her. So, um, and just the whole time that I did spend in care was just an awful experience. Mm. And I just wanted to just put out there into the world that like to show people that, you know, you can achieve anything you want to put your mind to. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't start from the best beginnings, you know, like my education was shit mm. and like, I had no real family support. Like, I didn't really know what love was when I was a child. Like, all these things. And I just feel like um, people only see the new, the, the you now. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to bring some light to that and just you know, kind of tell the world, you know, there are these kids in care that, like, we've kind of forgotten about, you know, the lost kids of care. And, you know, just bring some attention to that. So the main project is we're going to... Uh, put it on... To, put it Find a television um, station to take it put it into documentary form. I don't know how yet. Like, there's been so many ideas floating around. We thought we could, like, take kids out of the care system and then, you know, uh, get them work placements in the fashion industry. Oh, wow. But I just felt like that was a bit too light for me. Sure, like, I, I want you want to go deeper. Yeah, I want there to be a bit of grit to it because, like I said, it wasn't a great time. Mm. So I don't want to make any part of this comical for TV purposes. I want to, you know, show the... I want to show the world really what the care system's like. Mm. And the fact that, like, when you're 20 years old... Like, when you're 20 you're just left yeah and like me personally i still feel like you're a child when you're 20 and 100 you know yeah. I mean? and if i didn't have the support of matilda who's like my adopted mother i don't know where i'd be right now so i kind of just want to you know document that and put it into documentary form and it, it must have been really difficult as well for, for, for yourself growing up because i feel like you know trying to figure out your identity you know whether you identify yeah. as lgbt plus or not i think yeah. is kind of irrelevant i think you know just trying to figure out who you are while being kind of moved around so much, so much. must really really impact people and do not kids are mean like yeah. kids are mean and what we were talking about earlier about you know um not really having any support when you had your gay thoughts and you know like your gay feelings and not really having any support and told that it's wrong mm. so that's kind of like 
10 times worse in the care system because yeah. there is no there's no adults around to kind of be like don't talk to each other like that you know you're just kind of like subjected to this abuse from the other kids and they're still kids too so I don't really have any like hate or anguish towards them but I just think the situation needs to be dealt with a lot better and I do feel like by doing a documentary about this it will shed a lot of light on the situation 100% I get um, I get like like yourself like you were saying earlier in the show I get a lot of people kind of reach out to me with messages and emails and things and like I, re- I read an awful lot of, of things that are quite like heartbreaking mm-hmm. but I think one that really stood out to me was a new foster parent who I, I don't know why they chose to reach out to me maybe they had just seen my stuff online and thought oh maybe he will have some insight mm-hmm. um, but they were fostering for I think the first time um, and they were fostering this trans kid who mm-hmm. had kind of recently come out as trans and had kind of been dropped by her previous, li- previous family. Fos- foster family, family yeah. because of their trans identity. And I just found disgusting. like, you know, how being, you know, being bounced around, you know, the care system, etc., must be really, really difficult. And then, But then when you're trying to deal with something like that on top and I can just imagine like you finally, maybe you come out to your friends in school or whatever and then suddenly you have to move family and you have to change school. Mm-hmm. And I, I can only imagine how difficult something like that would be. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I know that I personally would really, really love to see a show that's talking about that. Because I think, honestly, you know, that email aside and talking to you now, I hadn't actually thought about it mm-hmm. um, that much and how it must really impact people's lives. The thing that I think the only way I could really explain it was that you feel like with the, like being the whole foster thing, like... Once I was adopted, like with Matilda, I just was extremely lucky to find her. But for the years where I was in the care system, it's like you just kind of feel like you're a lodger in people's houses. So to be a child and to not really feel that whole environment of a solid home, even though like I did say with loads of foster parents that were absolutely lovely you just never feel that real sense of belong. So I can't imagine how tough it was for them to like turn around and be kind of shunned because of their gender yeah it's completely ridiculous i know there's been a lot of stuff in the news recently as well about kind of like parents c- complaining and protesting to their schools because like whether it's primary or secondary because their kids are being you know taught about lgbt plus mm-hmm. people which i think is so important we need to be teaching our of kids course. about that and there's been there's been a lot of this covered recently and I, i've got a quote here actually um which is from a parent saying sorry at this age it's totally wrong children at this age don't even know if they are coming or going let alone knowing what sexual orientation they will become it's good to teach children about respect and values but the sexual orientation aspect is against our principles and you know i feel like kids kids can be so mean um and then when you have that kind of adults saying those things you know also for me i just feel like you can like what does sex like sexual behavior have to do with the lgbt teaching them lgbt culture yeah i mean there's a whole lot more to the world than than sex anything sexual like it's a lifestyle it's a community that exists out there and all you're doing is letting them know what's out in the world for them if they do choose to follow that path 100 so so like i think i remember this was on like the the news on itv or something there was the woman yeah and they had like it was like a um they did like theme days every friday or something right and they did pride for like one friday i think i remember this but it's disgusting i actually went into some schools last summer um kind of throughout pride season and went in to work with like various lgbt plus kids and they did like special like it was like school pride um and it was a few charities Mm. getting involved and it was so lovely to go into schools and be working with kids kind of age like 12 to 16 who were all out and proud 
proudly mm-hmm. LGBT plus and just see them interacting and like being so happy and encouraged by their teachers and everyone else, you know, to be themselves mm-hmm. and, and, and to really celebrate that. And that, that really, really touched me because I certainly know that when I was growing up, probably the same for you, that there was absolutely nothing n- at all. Nothing just at told all. it was wrong. Literally, we were just told, no, you shouldn't have those feelings. They're yeah. wrong, you know. But... So, you know, I, th- I think all of this just kind of emphasizes the importance of everything that you were doing and, and continuing to and hoping to do in future with this TV show, which I yeah. really, really hope gets off the ground. Because Me too. I, I really, really want to see that. I just currently feel like no one's understanding the vision at the moment, but we'll get there. I, we'll I get feel there. like I understand. understand but these but, producers, and I feel like the listeners the producers are like trying to make it like too glamorize it and like, you know, just make it too glossy and happy. And that's not what I'm trying to portray i think i think there can be a difficulty with that in tv sometimes mm-hmm. you know there's a kind of okay but what's our like ang- what's our fun yeah, what's angle yeah, you know yeah, yeah. And, and, and i don't think there has to be i think you can just present something as it is and say this is the situation exactly. and is there anything that you know people your everyday person can do to kind of make this better i mean i'm just like a firm believer of adoption and foster yeah, yeah, as yeah. well so i would just stress to everyone if you have a spare room and you know you could look you're you're able to look after a child then please do so yeah it's so important there are so many kids already in the system that need love i think i always because i i kind of decided a while back that i don't want kids myself Mm -hmm. um i can't see myself kind of having that kind of nuclear family Mm -hmm. that we're grown up taught that we have to have Mm -hmm. um and i've kind of decided that i even sat my parents down and told them you know i I don't think i'm ever going to have kids just just want to let you know but i have kind of always considered fostering mm-hmm. um and obviously i'm not ready yet i feel like i need a little bit more stability in my life but i but i would love to be a foster parent one day um and i think information around that would really help yeah. so you know if i sat down and watched a tv show that was talking all about that that may give me or you know anyone else watching the kind of the push that they need to, to what, say you know what i can i can help somebody and i can i can look after somebody and try and i just think it's the most rewarding thing you know like my mum matilda always says like you know it's so rewarding for her to see me like doing stuff with my life knowing where I came from yeah I think it's just yeah it's one of the best things you could do are there other any other kind of influential personality celebrities that have been through the same because Um, I'm I'm not actually aware of anyone who do I know that has um, Samantha Morton the actress Uh, me and her have spoken about it a few times she grew up in the care system as well there are quite a few people out there yeah, I have done it, but no one wants to talk about it. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, right. I, I, I want to talk uh, about it, guys. I, I, <laughs> 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 All right, let's have a little bit more music. So we are gonna have. Oh, actually, before I play this song, um, I want to talk about how cool I think this is. So this is from this is Monster from Dodie. She has just released this, but she did something which I think was very cool and groundbreaking. Um, she hid one of the songs from her new P. EP in a series of videos that she created over the space of a year Mm. so she hid in little notes and words of her saying certain lyrics from the song that nobody knew knew about nobody knew was there so she'd be talking and then all of a sudden she would just she would try and make it seem natural but she would almost like burst into song 
for a little She'd bit. She'd sing it. She would sing it, okay. but like maybe just a word or two words from the song. And she was getting like a lot of comments and things from people saying, "Is she mental? Is she, is she mental? <laughs> <laughs> like what, what, what's happening? Why do, do, does anyone else notice she keeps bursting into song?" <laughs> yeah. And she kept this fully under her hat um, for a full year. And then when she released her EP, which I think came out about a week ago, so this is brand new, she said, "Oh, by the way, this song has been here the whole time for you to listen to. It's just been like divided up and, and hidden in That's all these amazing. videos." And I just love it when creative people um, do things like that. So shout out to Dodie there. Um, this is Dodie. Monster from her new EP. Tell me again about how it hurts being awfully loud for an introvert. Okay, Kyle. Are you ready for some sex confessions? I'm ready. Amazing. Thank you so much to everybody who has sent in their confessions this week. If you ever want to send in confessions, send us for future weeks. You can do that by emailing callum at foobarradio.com. And it's completely anonymous. I think we should dive straight into this. Um, I'm going to make you read the first one. Should I go for it? Yeah, please do. Okay. I've been dating a guy for a few months now. He's really experienced in the sex department, but I'm a virgin. He doesn't know this. How do I bring this up? How do I bring this up now we've been together for a while? So presumably they've not had sex yet in this relationship. Because I've said they're a virgin. But then how would she know that he was experienced? Uh, Unless he just said. Oh, I'm really experienced. Yeah. Well, I suppose if she's a virgin, she doesn't really know. It also may not be a she. It could be a he. Oh yeah, it it's it's very. The, 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 I, think, I find something really interesting about when we do this is that everybody, even gay people, always seem to think of a straight dynamic. Why? It's like it's drilled We're into all us. Conditioned. We're all yeah. conditioned. Yeah. To, you know, we hear, "Oh, I've been dating a guy," and we think, "Therefore, female," which is which it's is crazy. It's bizarre. Um, so, how do I bring this up now we've been together for a while? I mean, I don't think that this has to be a big deal. What do you think? I think. I mean, I think he might be into it. Yeah, like I think I, because I think there is something quite. I never want to hype up virginity too much because I think the first time you have sex, although it is important, I think we put too much emphasis on 100%. oh my god we need to lose our virginity or oh my god i've lost my virginity and it wasn't this big special ceremonious moment you know at all. but at the same time i do think there can be something very special and i know that if i was dating somebody and they told me that they were a virgin i certainly wouldn't judge them or look down at them for that no and, i'd be like oh yeah and the fact that they want to share that with you yeah 100 i think is a really special thing i just can't imagine anyone in a million years i mean if he's got a problem with it then He's not the one for Yeah, you. bye, trash. Yeah, see you later. Don't, don't, don't have sex with him if they react badly to he the fact that you're a virgin. the flower. Doesn't, oh, the flower. I hate that term. <laughs> so, I just vi- really picture a flower then just kind of being smashed, like with a mallet. That's, that's oh. what I picture. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think, I think just bring it up when you're comfortable and just right. say, hey, can we have a chat? Or, you know, if you're like making out, there's something I want to tell you, you know? And yeah, hopefully it'll be all good. Yeah, just bring it next time you're making out. Bring it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the heat of the moment, and if he's got a problem with it, then see you later. Then much. fuck him. Yeah, doesn't deserve the flower. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, our next one. Uh, I'm in secondary school, and I've just started to watch porn now and again. I feel embarrassed that I'm watching this stuff. Why do I feel like this? Lots of people at school do the same. 
I think this probably comes from, I feel like our society and our culture is still very much wrapped up in shame. With you, you we're, it's kind of it's kind kind of drilled into us that there's something shameful or wrong, especially here in the UK as well. Especially like here, so, um, we're afraid, everyone's quite prudish and like yeah. no one wants to talk about sex. And yeah, but I just feel I, I feel like literally everybody. I know that not everybody enjoys porn, but I know that I feel like everybody mm, has had a little dabble. I think debatable. <laughs> I think everyone is into porn. Yeah, I speak like I have quite a few friends. We go for lunches, and yeah. like my male straight friends watch porn. My male gay friends watch porn. My female lesbian friends and my female straight friends all watch porn yeah like, everyone watches porn i love porn there's so many different types and variations i love porn yeah it's great so, it's so i i just i don't i i kind of get why you feel that way and i think when i was in secondary school and when i was you, before i was out of the closet for instance watching gay porn on the bloody dial-up because this, <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago <laughs> um you know and i did kind of feel like oh what if i get caught because number one that kind of exposes my sexuality but number two oh i've been caught doing this sexual adult thing that i'm not supposed to be kind doing of into that though it's kind of the thrill the, no? the, if I get the thrill caught? of getting yeah. caught yeah there is, there is a little bit of that <laughs> um but yeah I, I know maybe you're saying that it's normal and everybody does it might not help but it but it is true everybody watches it and they do just like you just don't have to if everyone has a problem with it then just don't talk about it keep it private yeah um, I, I sometimes I think there can be a lot of power in taking pride in something that a lot of yeah, people are ashamed of. Like I know that when I was kind of getting into my early twenties, um, I started realizing I had like certain fetishes and things, Ooh. and that was like really ashamed and embarrassed about. And then I had another gay friend who just come one day with no like shame or anything, just came out and confidently said, "Oh, I have this fetish," and they were just so chill about it that it gave me the confidence to be like, "Oh, Can me I know too." What the fetish is? Oh, it, water sports. Oh, which I've said on this oh, radio show before. Fun. Um, but I feel like taking pride in something like that can really, really help. So, like, I'm not saying you should go into school the next day and be like, hey, everyone, I watch porn. porn. But, you know, if you kind of, like, convince yourself to be confident in it, I think other people almost um, warm up to that. But also, I'm looking at secondary school as well. That's like, true. Maybe not ready. Don't listen like, to Callum. Terrible No, but advice. I'm just saying, like, everyone's <laughs> masturbating so much when you're in secondary uh, school. You're like, around the clock. to terms with your body. Like, it's normal. Don't yeah. feel bad. Me, me and some of my friends used to, like, have, like, my straight friends as well. They were like, oh, do you fancy a wanking competition? And I was like, yeah. What, what like what, soggy biscuit? What's type? that? No, like, I never got to eat the biscuit. <laughs> I, w- I would have eaten the biscuit. But no, we, we never... Did you play soggy biscuit? Surely not. Surely not. <laughs> I've been known <laughs> yeah. to play soggy biscuit once or twice oh, wow. with straight boys actually it's school. always the straight yeah, boys it's always the straight boys always the straight boys that want to play soggy biscuit always the straight boys um, yeah I feel like that's the extent of my advice there I think I think yeah. we, we we nailed it Kyle definitely <laughs> um, do you it's re- their problem not yeah not 100% yours. do you want to read the next one okay next one I love face tattoos on guys it's my new thing Last week, I stepped with a guy with a bee tattoo on his head. Mmm. Mmm. A, a bee. I mean, great. Cute. <laughs> That's great. I'm trying to, like, picture the tattoo. I, like, what part of the head? I'm seeing, like, forehead, and I'm seeing, like, the m- most ridiculous, like, bee, like, like the kind of bee a four-year-old would draw, <laughs> is what I'm picturing, like, right on the forehead. Whereas I'm sure it was actually something a lot more... See, I'm seeing, like, maybe, like, the side of the face. Oh, just like, on the, the little eye. bee? Yeah, yeah, little like bee. a little bee. That would be cute. Yeah. Like a little tiny, like, little yellow bee would be cute on the face. I think it takes a lot... I think it takes a special kind of very confident person to get a face tattoo. 
and I fully respect that, and I can completely come. I can completely yeah, I'm understand. Into, I'm into face tattoos too. Yeah, yeah I, I think. Agree. I, I think you've got. I mean, you've got some tattoos like very close to your I've face, got, kind of on like your ears. Heart there, and then I've yeah. got my ears done. But no, I really wanted to get a teardrop a couple of years ago. Yeah, and like no, everyone was like, if you do that, you're going to ruin your face. Oh, no, not really. I'd love it. I think you would have been. Plus, cute. I haven't murdered anyone. Like apparently, it means you've well. I was going to say I didn't want to ruin it for you, but I was going to say that 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 is what it means. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But you don't not. know what the future holds, <laughs> hey? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, th- this is an interesting one. Um, this isn't a sex confession, but somebody has just sent in new clubs that aren't JY question mark question mark question um, mark. I-, I feel like I'm g- I'm gonna try and answer this. Do they mean as in new gay clubs in London that aren't JY? Yeah, because I feel like the gay scene can can sometimes kind of revolve a lot around like JY, whether that's JY Manchester, Heaven. You know, the mm. JY Bar, JY Late, it's it's very dominated by that, but I think there's so many so not my vibe. clubs. I'm gonna assume that you're London based, um, and there's just there's literally so many little gay clubs so and bars. Many. I would Metropolis say Club on yeah, a Friday night, yeah, on a baby. I was gonna say check out East London because there's yeah. so many different venues over there. You've got like um Dolson Superstore, you've got East Block, you've got um The Glory, which is great fun especially when there's performances and things on there um, Voxel. Voxel you've got Fire you've got The Eagle you've got XXL pub, what's that pub called? Uh, the Royal Vauxhall Tavern yeah, Royal which Vauxhall. amazing amazing venue which has like incredible history even the Admiral Duncan in Soho Admiral Duncan yeah, yeah. is lovely in Soho there's like loads of little bars along Old Compton Street that aren't GAY um, you've got choices right. um, I, I, maybe ch- check out one of the ones we just said or just hop on Google there are there are lots and lots of different places and even like you can go out like in the middle of West London there's a little club called like West 5 I think it's called which like you would never know about but it's there there's, there's these little buckets and then there's so there's so many there genuinely um, so just do a bit of research and I'm sure you can find something that is more your vibe because I get that GAY is very kind of young white male twinky look yeah. and that's not for everyone I so. don't really enjoy JY to be honest I think no I'm getting a, Jeremy, I feel like I'm getting a bit old for it right I didn't <laughs> want to say it but that's I'm, it I'm, I'm getting old like last time I went there I was like oh god <laughs> get me out of here <laughs> um, that is all that we have time for I think today um I want to do, Kyle, I feel like you're such an incredible person. You're doing so many amazing things. And I want to follow your journey. And I I want this TV show to happen. So do Um, And I'm sure our lovely listeners want to kind of like follow along with you. So where, you know, if people are interested in you and your life or they just want to support you, where can they do that? So I've like got rid of a lot of my platforms. I only have Instagram now. Twitter was becoming too much for me. And Facebook, I just didn't want to talk to anyone else. I I feel like Facebook is dead. Yeah, it's just like old friends from like... 2001 that I haven't yeah. seen in like forever that like, a lot of people from school I'm just like look at my life bitches <laughs> <laughs> look at me I do because I've got a few like of the people who bullied me and stuff right, on Facebook exactly, that's what I had on so Facebook. I'm like oh look at me doing this great thing look at me bitches got my own show <laughs> <laughs> exactly that so uh, so what is your Instagram how do people find you there so is it just at Kyle Duvall K-Y-L-E-D-E-V-O-L-L-E well, I, I can't wait to see everything that oh, you're you going to so be doing. Thank you so much for having me. I wish you so much luck. You've been an incredible guest on the show. Thank um, you. I had so much fun. And yeah, I'm going to play you out with a little bit of brand new Troy Savan. This is I'm So Tired. I'm so tired of the songs, tired of the songs, tired of the songs, tired of the 
You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.